Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is Professor Emeritus at South Dakota State University and former SDSU Extension Sheep Specialist Jeff Held. We'll hear from him after this. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live Live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. Visiting with Jeff Held, a professor emeritus, South Dakota State University, longtime sheep specialist. Jeff, you've been retired for a few years. Uh, just first, what have you been up to? Well, as as uh, anyone that's retired, you're um, described as very busy, and and uh, I've found ways to stay very busy, but also engaged in the sheep industry and uh, agriculture. And one of those uh, opportunities, as we stand today, is. We've been involved in a project at the South Dakota State Fairgrounds and themed uh, Raise the Shed, a new facility for open-class sheep. Uh, the old facility was removed for the DEX project, so the sheep need a home, and there's a charge up and down the uh, and support um, from the producers all the way up through decision-making uh, aspects of state fair management and the commission. Um, it's time we need a, we need a facility. So I've been involved in uh, you know, some of the developmental aspects of the of that uh, uh, new sheep barn, um, 144 by 288 foot building, a large footprint, slightly larger than the footprint of the of the previous facility. But this one has it's an open sided building with an enclosed education center in the north end, a beautiful show ring. Tremendous layout and opportunities for, um, you know, um, not only sheep shows, but other activities during the fair and also um, non-season, non-fair season. One of the interesting aspects of the South Dakota State Fair sheep division, probably true in other species, it's really family-driven. The open-class sheep, um, 4-H and FFA, 4-H and FFA exhibits in the open class division make up at least 25% of the population. So if we have six to 800 head of open class sheep, a significant number are represented across the, uh, across not only um, adult and family-driven uh, operations, but also you know, important aspects of our youth uh, leadership um, ongoing for, for agriculture to thrive in the future. Well, let's talk about the fundraising part of the Raise the Shed project. It's an $8 million project looking to raise a fundraising goal of $3 million, and we're hoping to hit that mark fairly soon, aren't we, Jeff? This is a multi-purpose building, and therefore everybody has uh, has a role in helping us make this a reality. An $8 million price tag is the proposed, the estimate on this proposed building. The charge is to secure $3 million out of the private sector, with a significant portion of that being pledged up front in the near term. And that would allow decision makers to uh, signal there is strong support, not only a need, but there's strong support. The goal is to have this building operational in 2024. The pledging of funds 
you know, and and is easily obtained as a website at uh, sdstatefairfoundation.com. Not only are there details on the building and pledge form, you can even have a virtual tour of this new facility. It is very dynamic. It is well done. And if you're not a person that has an interest in computer technology, find someone that does that can can go to that website. It unfolds very easily out of that foundation website. The shed is listed. You click on it, and you you get a great opportunity. There's also hard copy uh, brochures that cover the details of the facility and pledge form that can be obtained from from Peggy at the State Fair office, uh, Larry Tiedemann. So, uh, contact information. Larry Tiedemann is a leader of the fundraising efforts for the shed. We'd be more than happy to entertain any questions and, and provide information for anyone interested in contributing to the shed. And the contribution um, is uh, the contribution to realize at this point is in a pledge form. And they have a, designed a, almost a three year window. To cover to catch up on the on the contributions from from folks, all the way out to June 30th of 2024. So it's very convenient to and flexible on that end. Uh, as we look at the fundraising goal, you know we're we're looking at you know hopefully to reach two million of the three million dollar private sector goal here in here in November of uh, 2022. That is our goal and. We're making great strides. We have great commitments from from entities uh, um, and individuals, large and small. They're all important. I just uh, the person has an interest in in making the state fair a even greater element and, and flagship of agriculture in the state. This is a this is certainly an opportunity to become involved. Jeff, let's talk a little bit about uh, the sheep industry in South Dakota and, and the interest in showing at the State Fair. I think in South Dakota, we hear a lot about uh, cattle, of course, you know, more cattle than people. In South Dakota, uh, they tend to get a lot of the headlines. But the sheep industry is a very important key segment of the uh, agriculture industry in South Dakota, isn't it? The sheep industry has always had an important part of the diversity of agriculture in South Dakota, you know, we have different management systems, Western South Dakota, more extensive, the Eastern half of uh, South Dakota, more intensive. And, you know, the dynamics that uh, focus on either lamb or wool as a, as the primary driver on economic prosperity, uh, certainly um, uh, dep- dependent on management system, breeds of sheep, and, uh, and of course, marketing opportunities. You know, the state fair, you know, the state fair, and and I've been involved in lots of state fairs. I judge all over the country, you know, and and South Dakota, you know, is unique. It's a family-driven enterprise when you're looking at the show ring. But the bottom line is we're looking at exhibiting superior seed stock. That's why fairs were created, was to bring the best of the best to be evaluated subjectively and to provide opportunities to other people to gain superior genetics. That's still an important part of, of the fairs. It's some might lose that in the in this uh, in the in the mix, but when you look at the foundation of why people show at the fair, yeah, they like to exhibit, they like the activity, 
but it's about it's about bringing the best of the best to the population so uh, other breeders can benefit. And subsequently, if we have animals that have in superior wool, those genetics can be passed on and we have more economic. I mean, so the fairs have a, an economic engine and long term as they've been part of the fabric of agriculture and, and the U.S., especially the Midwest, for a long, long time. As you've mentioned, you've been around the sheep industry in South Dakota for, for, for quite a few years now. As, as you think back, when you think about the youth showing in the sheep show, whether it be the open class, the 4-H sheep show, the FFA sheep show at the state fair, do a lot of those youngsters grow up and become the, the adults and the, the key players? There's no question one of the primary one of the primary foundations of of growth of breeder of of, of livestock operators uh, the key one of the key fabrics would be youth programming 4-H and FFA. I mean, when you go back and look at folks that have been multi generational exhibitors at South Dakota State Fair, the common denominator is it started with 4-H. It started with FFA. Producers that we see in, and, and I've been here over 30 years, 32 years, Jody, and you know I see people that have been were involved in 4-H, and they become operators of youth flocks, commercial youth flocks, uh, at four, five, six hundred head, and that stream that guided them toward that enterprise in agriculture. You know, started at State Fair. It started as a youth project. It's remarkable. It's very important. You know, when we look back at how did you become interested? How did you become involved? And you know, there's it's a long term, long term benefit. And it's certainly these the State Fair. Other there's other activity, other events as well. But 4-H and FSA youth programming. As we look at youth programming today um, in, in the livestock sector and sheep, I mean, there's a limit to how many animals an exhibitor can bring. So when you go to the, the, the barns are full. The barns are full of lambs. They're full of breeding uh, of market lambs. They're full of breeding sheep. And, of course, we've had a large in, influx of the meat goat into, this, into the model at the state fair. So there's tremendous interest on youth and a and it's, and and there are um, sometimes hard to identify which one of those or what percentage of those will end up committing their career and their then their efforts over the long haul to a livestock a livestock enterprise um, beyond the 4-H years and beyond youth Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. Youth activities. When I think back to my days, you know, way back when, you know, when I was young in uh, 4-H and FFA, uh, showing dairy cattle in my case, at uh, the county fair and the the state fair, I remember uh, 
a lot of two two things kind of stick out for me as far as being gateway animals, so so to speak, for for kids in 4-H and FFA. Rabbits was one, and sheep was another, and and I really think it's sheep gives them the the opportunity to have some hands on animal agriculture. But they're not quite as big and intimidating as the cattle, the the horses, those kind of animals can be. Well, there's a lot of aspects of that. You know, young, young, I mean, the youngest of youngest in the 4-H division, for instance, you know, a couple lambs are common. That's a that's a common component in 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 the exhibition um, uh, format where we see, you know, daily care. We have all these great things on on life skills that are gained and then evolves into maybe other species, but it starts bringing them, it starts bringing those young people into a position where they again, appreciate um, and the animals that they're working with up close. Sheep are a little different than other species. When you think about this, it's the only it's the only species that you get your hands directly on the animal during exhibition. Showing cattle, you're showing off a halter, and hogs, you're guiding them um, through the ring. But a lamb, you put your hands underneath the chin. You are on top, literally, you know, in in unit with that animal when you're showing it. And I think that makes a difference in the, you know, in the maybe the rewards or the or the uh, the desire to show because, you know, all the efforts of getting animals trained, um, your, your, um, your response to the animals is more dependent on your, on your interactions over time, uh, getting them in the ring, setting them up, these kind of things are really important. But I, but I do think, uh, again, uh, it's the one animal that, that is exhibited that you're actually holding on to directly without a lead and, um, Quite, quite different. I mean, it's you get your hands under the chin, and you guide the animal, move the animal with your hands. Um, it's, it's a, uh, it's rewarding across all species, but the sheep just have a little, maybe just a little unique star. It's interesting as I go across the country, the, you know, the the growth in youth exhibition has been market animals. There's no question about it, and that's true at the South Dakota State Fair as well. In many cases. The opportunities for young people doesn't include having a flock 365 days a year. They can have an animal project from May until the 15th of September. Um, we see that in, in many of the youth programs today. So, um, and, and species where it's seasonal. Um, that's so. There's been a tremendous you know growth in in uh, market lambs, market goats. Uh, can't. You know, and we see uh, that, uh, I think, uh, that looks like it continues. But it doesn't necessarily mean they have a flock. But but oftentimes uh, that evolves forward, you know. So the introduction of a couple lambs for the season, and then we move forward. And, and again, in, in, numer- in many cases, and it's documented over time, that commercial sheep enterprise began with those days of holding that, of uh, training the the market lamb or, or breeding you for the show season and uh, and evolve forward. It all comes back to the youth and the next generation and the next generation is 
hopefully going to be able to show sheep at uh, the South Dakota State Fairgrounds in Huron during the fair, but... The shed will provide opportunities for different shows at other times of the year, too, won't it, Jeff? Uh, kind of some breed shows or some specialty shows, that kind of thing? During the fair, we'll point that, this out. There are a number of breed organizations that offer uh, shows, you know, youth specials. And they have been traditionally uh, provided space in the open-class sheep barn. And that will continue. There's at least... Um, you know, four or five uh, youth youth um, uh, shows that'll be in that in that open class sheet in the shed uh, during the fair outside of the 4-H or FFA shows. I mean, young people have lots of opportunities, and it's important to provide those. And the shed will, you know, certainly enhance, and we think it'll grow. You know, these programs, particularly because of the proximity of the new facility, it'll be directly adjacent to the 4-H livestock complex on the South Dakota State Fairgrounds. It will provide greater opportunity and more participation. Um, outside of the fair season, there are, you know, like there is in other species, there are numerous either breed organizations that have national shows and sales that there's going to be, uh, that, that can be held in this shed. There are youth activities that are held in the, in the U in the in the Midwest especially, that will be attracted to the South Dakota State Fairgrounds and the shed because of its premier facility and opportunity to bring people together um, in June, July, August. You know, uh, there will be numerous numerous uh, requests to hold the event at the shed. Well, again, Jeff, if someone wants to get involved or donate or learn more information about the Raise the Shed project at the South Dakota State Fairgrounds, uh, again, the website where they can go to, there's photos, there's information, there's even a pledge sheet there. Uh, where can folks find that? They can find the, all these great things at sdstatefairfoundation.com. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.